0: Dang it. What was I saying? The human dongle.
1: Oh, get your finger out of my eye.
0: Way better now that you've stopped touching it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I was the Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. And the waving wheat can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. Well... That's enough final chit chat. I don't know what my schedule's <laughs> gonna look like, so we gotta do this. Shh <laughs> Power Twins Unite! Form of. Form of. You gotta say form of shape of.
0: Oh. Uh, form of Aaron Barnes.
1: Shape of Scott Hazelwood. <laughs> I really
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Oaklacet. It's the official Really slow performance of uh, the Oakland said podcast, right?
1: Hey, you know when we started off almost two years ago, we were like, hey, we'll just crank one of these out every week, and then yeah, whatever. We kept that up for eighteen months, by the way.
0: (laughs) Right? No, we did a really good job, and then I got a new job, and now you're in a new role, like now.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm speaking to you from my new location, closer to home.
0: And so uh, it's it's gotten a little hard. So we're gonna do um, episode ninety one, which took place the week before Thanksgiving. Yes. But you've already got the um, the interview from Steve and uh, Phil out, and so uh, Doctor Phil. Yes. So uh, now here we go with failure is not an option.
1: I solemnly declare that failure should be an option unless I'm getting on an airplane.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Or a cruise, right? I don't want my cruise to go horrible. Um, There are
1: are a few situations when failure is not an option.
0: Right. Uh, But I like these questions. Yes. Uh, And so it it shaped the the topic right up front is going to be one that is like – Scott and Aaron do not agree with that. Failure is totally an option. But then the questions, once we get in it, it's like, okay, I like this.
1: Yeah, like we can do this. We can jive this turkey.
0: Yeah. So question one, relationships start on day one. What relationship building activities do you do to get to know your students on a meaningful level? Admin, uh, do you have first day philosophy so that it can be seen throughout your building or district on the first day of school? Hmm. Okay. So... In one of my grad school classes, uh, day one activity, okay. we played a game, and I'm not a huge game player, but we used a um, an app called Goose Chase. Have you ever heard of Goose Chase?
1: I, I have an account, but I have not used it yet.
0: It's pretty cool, and it's really easy to set one up if you just pick a location. It, it, there are lots of uh, users across the nation, and... There are locations already built in. I know if you use UCO, there are a couple of games already built, uh, so you can just generically use those, and it's really easy to add your own. Uh, so Goose Chase is an app that is built for, uh, made for team building. Free it, app. It's a free app. Yes, it is a um, like a, a hunt and find, a hide and seek, not hide, uh, just seek.
1: It's a seeking app. You know, I'm intrigued. Somebody else would use it. Maybe West Fryer.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: uh, I was like, uh-oh, if he's doing something, I want to know. Yeah. You know, he's, he's one of those guys.
0: He's he's one of those guys. You just, you kind of want to do what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, I went with Christy Cooper on this one. She said, when I taught freshman math, I would give tours of the school to help them so that they would feel more comfortable in the school. Coming to high school can be overwhelming. Leadership, uh, we usually do team building activities like mousetraps or scavenger hunt. Uh, Scavenger hunt, that's what this is. That's what goose goose chase is. Not hide and seek. Um, It's a seeking app, right? No, it's a scavenger hunt app.
1: Right. Uh, So the last three or four years I was in the classroom, we took the first four school days, we didn't talk about rules, regulations, syllabuses, or anything like that. We just did team building. Yeah. I know know the high school teachers are like, oh my God, you took four days and you didn't talk about your curriculum. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no.
0: How will they ever learn?
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) Funny story. After those four days of team building, we were actually able to go through material more quickly. So.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Because you kind of probably set a tone. Yeah. We
1: set a tone. Uh, and we started off the first day of school was the marshmallow challenge. Oh, tell me. Well, you take 15, um, uncooked pieces of spaghetti, one marshmallow, three yards of string, three yards of masking tape, a brown paper bag, and you give those to the students and you tell them that they have to create the tallest structure that can support a marshmallow and they have 18 minutes to do it. And you put fun music on where they're trying to sort it out. And they work in teams of four and they get really creative. And yeah, just Google, Google the Marshmallow Challenge. I think there's even a TED Talk over it. Okay. It was, it was great. It was great. The was only great TED Talk
0: I've things. seen was on where you leave the marshmallow on the table and say, if you don't eat this, you'll I'll get give you two, two marshmallows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one was fun.
1: No, the Marshmallow Challenge, look it up. There's a website and all that kind of stuff. And it, and it walks you through, too. Like a lot of team building, also is important to have a debrief afterwards. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was cool. But I went with Dr. Teresa Cullen at Dr. Terry C, and she said I really like doing Flipgrid intros. I can review them since I am a trait and tragic at names. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that and she is. Wicked awesome with the Flipgrid. she's oh, yeah. used it at iPad Palooza and stuff like that. Uh, and that was actually where I was first introduced to Flipgrid. It was great.
1: Yeah. And she, about once a year, she'll have something with her pre service teachers that she'll dump into okla Ed and she'll get okla Ed feedback on her pre service teachers through Flipgrid. So yeah, mm-hmm. she uses it really well.
0: I, didn't we grade some of her Flipgrid people at iPad Palooza?
1: Yeah, or gave verbal feedback or something? We did something. Yeah. Yeah. So question two is, uh, great relationships have to be cultivated and nurtured throughout the school year. How do you maintain and grow your relationships on a daily basis?
0: Oh, how do you do that? You have to be intentional.
1: Yeah. It doesn't happen by accident.
0: No. Um, I don't like small talk, and so uh, – We I, just had
1: like 45 minutes before we started podcasting. I know. What, do you, what do you mean you don't like me small nuts. talk? <laughs>
0: but no, but – so we're friends now. We've had you know lots of conversations, and I would, say, I would dare we? to say this is our 91st deep conversation, right? <laughs> um, especially when it comes are you to count, Are you
1: counting now? Are you counting? I'm totally counting.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, with new people. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. I don't like small talk. Um, and so I have to be very intentional whenever it comes to meeting and starting and cultivating relationships. Okay. Okay. Uh, I went with Pamela H- uh, Huston here at Principal Huston on the Twitter. She said, be available. Hear what they say, look them in the eyes, tell them what you truly appreciate about them. Everyone needs to hear something good sometimes. Shout uh, the good for all to hear and whisper the bad when necessary. Yeah. And I really liked that uh, because, I mean, it's, it's pretty common sense feedback, you know, I mean, pretty common sense uh, rules to communication there, but uh, I need to hear it sometimes.
1: I know I've messed up. Don't, don't whisper at me that I was uh, a poopy face or whatever. Like, I probably You're know.
0: A poopy face.
1: Yeah. I went with um, Pius Xavier Halder, uh, who is at Xavier underscore PH. And, and uh, Pius said, value the small things that students want to talk about or say to you, then follow up on it. This shows that you genuinely care for your students. Yep, it sure does. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Uh, question three, how do you address and interact with students that prefer to sit in the back corner of your classroom and don't volunteer to participate in activities or discussions? How do you get them on board? Um, old Joy Hoffmeister, state superintendent of education, she was in here and I thought she had great Great, um, a great tweet here. She said, "Meet students where they are, even if it's disengaged in the, seated in the back of the classroom. Like walk back there and ask them." I think, um, that zone of proximity isn't that isn't that a uh education term? Zone of proximity. Uh, Sometimes yes, I use those. Yes, Vi- education. Yeah,
1: Lev Lev Vygotsky came up with that. Yeah.
0: One. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Oh no, he was uh,
1: zone of proximal development.
0: Well, that's that's what this is. I mean, it, oh, okay. is that right?
1: Uh, you carry on, carry on. To we're gonna pre- we're gonna yes, yes. We're gonna to... so
0: go to them. Right. Yeah.
1: I think that's good, and I think too. Sometimes those kids that sit in the back don't necessarily want you to say their name from the front. Right. Hello, but, little Johnny, hey, sitting in the back row with your head down. Why don't you answer question seven? No, exactly. no, 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 no. But like, no. let's walk back there to little Johnny and be like, Hey, little Johnny, what happened last night? Did you go eat exactly. pizza? I went with uh, our good friend Lauren Pena, winner of more than one Western Oklahoma Acting Award. I love,
0: I love <laughs> Ed, Ed, the, Oklahoma, wait, no, Encyclopedia. You said that as well. You told everybody. Because
1: mm-hmm. it was hilarious because she corrected me in front of everybody at yes. Ed Camp. So, uh, so take Pardon? that, Lauren. And uh, so she said, I try to figure out what they're interested in. I also try to keep in mind that it's okay to be introverted. I look for opportunities for them to show me what they know until they're comfortable speaking up in class discussions. Good. I mean, once you figure out sort of what makes them tick and you can include that thing, they'll talk.
0: No, I totally agree.
1: But sometimes finding that thing is hard.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Man, that's, that's why I'm a big fan of doing a survey at the beginning of school to kind of find, and maybe poopy pants in the back class of class says, I don't like anything, but there is something we can Mm -hmm. find it.
1: There, there always is something. It just, it just is, it just depends on if we're able to get to it or not. I mean, like I had a kid walk in that I was like, there's no way that we're going to jive turkey together. And before the end of the first semester, he swung by early before class one day and was like, Hey, Hazelwood, I brought us some donuts and coffee. Cool. So we just sat down and had donuts and coffee and chit-chatted. I mean, you just get to know them, you know? Yeah. Uh, We live in a world that is constantly changing. How do you stay current with things that are relevant from a teenager's perspective? How do you? Uh, I learned to do that floss dance from Fortnite.
0: Did it come from Fortnite?
1: I think so. I just learned how
0: to do the floss dance.
1: I can't floss dance. When I do it, it looks like I'm um, thrusting... In a way that maybe shouldn't be seen by other people's
0: uh, eyes. I totally have the floss down. Okay, good. Uh, I like to use their their words mm-hmm. and um, uh, put them in other ways of saying things. And so, like, even last night, uh, we were talking about um, the froth on top of coffee, right?
1: Right.
0: And... Um, one of the kids was like, "Oh, I like to whip it," and she's got the the this little tool, this little gadgety thing, talking about whipping the the cream in her coffee. And she's like, "Do you whip before or after?" And I was like, "Oh, I usually try to whip right before I nay nay."
1: Oh my heavens!
0: See, see, <laughs> that was a long you setup. Gotta whip, you gotta whip.
1: You gotta nay nay. I don't know how they go. But... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I still crack myself up <laughs> with that one.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I usually try to whip right after, I mean, right before I nay Right Before I pointing,
1: And I whip and then nae um, Okay, sorry. That's pretty funny. So but I yeah, did... it's, but it's stuff like that. It's pop culture like that. Like Exactly. Have a finger on that pulse because if you can come in dramatically out of key on it, like man, I was on fleek today with with the way that I poured my coffee into my cup. No, you can't be on play there. See, that's how you do it. And then they're like, wait a minute, they're paying, you know, my teacher's paying attention.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Even if it's in a fun, nerdy, really dorky sort of way. Uh, I went with Pius on this one too. And he said, uh, keep in touch with other educators. Uh, Take part in chats and discussions. Watch and take part in webinars and seminars. And uh, I like that. Uh, But we have to, I, I think... Be in discussions and take part in chats with the teenagers. Right. You know? Yeah. Intentionally. Intentionally.
1: Right. So I went with Shane A. Sanders, and he said, many hours of active supervision in the lunchroom. Yeah. You want to get to know the kids? <laughs> Hang out in the lunchroom. Um, after school programs and before ball games. That's how I keep my relevancy game on fleek. That term is old, but the kids get a kick out of it. Laugh yeah, emoji.
0: That was that was so two years ago. Yeah.
1: my podcast game is so on fleek right now.
0: It's definitely not salty.
1: I whip floss a nay nay. No. <laughs> 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 Question <laughs> five:
0: Success looks different for all of us. How do you keep your students uh, deine pursue and celebrate? What did you do there?
1: Uh, I it says celebrate. I don't know what's <laughs> I don't know where your mind has gone.
0: <laughs> what is the first one, Dean Dine?
1: Pursue? Uh, how do you how do your students define pursue and celebrate their definition of success?
0: <laughs> okay, I am reading what you're putting out there, I mean, but you're putting out you... there some
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Okay. How do your students define, pursue, and celebrate the definition of success? How do they? Uh Jennifer McKay, who is at Mrs. underscore MC underscore K, <clears throat> she says, know their goals. My papa always said, there are lots of roads to town. Some just get you there faster. You have to be okay with students and teachers taking longer, the longer route. And I really like that. A, because it's good advice, but B, anytime you can use Papa's wisdom. Yeah, yeah, uh, papa, Papa's I'm, wisdom. I'm gonna pick your tweet. So mm-hmm. if you guys all wanna start just saying, My papa always said and then say whatever you want to say, it's probably gonna get read.
1: Right. The other the other thing too, I think, to consider here with success is sometimes we define success with well, I got straight A's or I got straight B's. But you know what? There's a kid sitting in your classroom and if he can just stink and get a C in this class, we are talking about an out-of-the-park Grand Slam home run.
0: Uh, Friend, I was thinking that just this last week when I turned in my final project. (laughs) I'm like, well, C's make degrees.
1: (laughs) Dear Lord, have mercy on this poor soul. Um, But one of the things that that helped me, you know, if I I go to the coaching analogy here, um, I... I, I got a lot from one of my coaches that I worked with in Kansas City. And, and basically, he said, we just want our kids to be in a position to succeed. And he quit talking about wins and losses. There was actually two coaches that I worked for that did that. And and one of the coaches goes, his his whole philosophy was, we want to be in a position to succeed. It Does, doesn't mean we're going to, but we want to be yeah. able to say that we had the chance to. And the other coach said, no, no, success is knowing that I did, that I and my team did the very best we could when we were called upon to do it. Good. So that totally takes that, that that totally in my mind changes how we look at visions of success because I think sometimes today when we say successful, what are you talking about? Well we won every single game. We got straight A's. Uh but that's that's not always true. Success and, can it, be defined in a variety of ways. And we just exactly. have to be okay to do that. Indeed. Oh take a shot. So <laughs> I went with Sherry Gately, uh, and she said, man, I am trying hard at this. My students are so accustomed to success coming through scores, and I'm trying so hard to show them that it can mean many things. I try to push the fail-forward mindset and help them celebrate growth.
0: I like that. Which it, is it, why it probably I picked is hard to change their minds. It's hard to change my mind.
1: Right. But, but I mean, just look at, look at culture. If you're doing something and you fail, 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 or you don't win, don't win, don't win, don't win you're out, and the next person's in. Right. Question six. One of my favorite quotes comes from Michael Jordan when he discussed failure. How do you model that it is okay to fail in your school or classroom? And here was the quote, because this tweet came with a picture. So the quote sure. is, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed.
0: And he's arguably the greatest basketball player, right, ever?
1: Uh yeah. And for those of you people that just think it's King James. Right. Uh, oh no 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 no. No it is Michael Jordan. Uh
0: yeah, no, it is. I mean, it is not Michael It's not even Jordan. close. It's not even close. LeBron
1: James is an excellent basketball player. I'm not knocking his abilities, but Michael Jordan.
0: Well, and and man, anyway. Uh I, I love that Michael Jordan was too scrawny to mm-hmm. play. You know, I mean, he was too scrawny to play. Cut from his high school basketball team. Yeah, and and then here he is. You know, arguably, arguably, um, and I'm really only arguing with my students uh, (laughs) because they think LeBron James is uh, arguably the best basketball player of all time. Yeah. Anyway. I went with uh, PC Rocks on this one. Dr. Phil answering Dr. his Phil. own questions here. Right. Um, a huge step for me as an educator was realizing that it's okay to be vulnerable with my kids. I've failed so many times as an educator, as a person, as a father, you name it. But today, with every ounce that I am, I'm going to win. And I'm going to share that mentality with my kids.
1: Love it. I, I love that. That's a good one. Uh, I
0: know. And I'm so sorry. I just realized that was your boom sauce.
1: That's okay, though. Um, We'll say it again. We'll say it again. Yeah, June That's Kim. We're saying again. And you, great. Now they don't have to listen to the end of the podcast to know what my book song says. <laughs>
0: you can turn this off and go to episode ninety-two. <laughs>
1: That's a fail. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, so don't I went fail. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to whip and nay nay it. Um, so I went with um, June Kim, and he says I tell teachers it's okay to play with tech. It's okay to break it. We shouldn't stop learning by playing. And I think somewhere along the way we've decided that you can't learn by play. Uh what? Uh just saying
0: Uh what? Um Question seven. Just as failure isn't an option for our kids, it's not an option for us either. How do you maintain your fire, energy, and passion for education throughout the grind of the school year? Oh
1: this question is
0: so real. Yeah. <laughs> uh Question eight. Uh, oh you probably want to discuss this one.
1: Maybe you should read your tweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm just like no, I just would like to put this past me. I I feel like I've been failing all over the place. Um Scott, I, I feel like and I've said I said it in Encyclopedia, I've thought about putting this off because I feel like I'm failing at so many other things. Um but we just gotta keep grinding. Just keep swimming, right?
1: Yeah, just keep swimming. And I think... Didn't the
0: famous fish say that once?
1: Yeah, that one that can't remember anything. I forget her name. Yeah. Do you get go it? Go ahead. That one yeah, that I can't got, remember anything. No, I told, I, that was horrible. I forget her name. I forget her name.
0: <laughs> so you were going to say something though, weren't you? No, what Are I was going to say was,
1: yeah, um, yeah we got to keep going. And some, sometimes maybe we need to re-examine. Like as teachers, we say yes. Say, and and I, I mentioned this a week or two ago. You know, We say yes all the time because it's going to be good for kids. And sometimes I think we need to come back and go, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Because these are just good things and I'm going to do that because it's great. And so building some of that into our day is hard. But I think if if we are able to do that as a – make that a culture, I, th- I think we can do even more incredible stuff.
0: Hey, and I t- – so you know, you did give great advice on saying I, – maybe I – now or I can't I I did give up two things that uh, were pulling at me and yeah um, yeah. and so you you know uh, left out (laughs) it's (laughs) sometimes but uh, I am here recording today and that is a big win
1: well in graduate school is just a season so once that season's over too that'll that'll give you some more
0: yeah and well, and it's over until January. And, oh, good deal. and then okay. I've got only one season left. <laughs> yes.
1: Glad yes. To hear. So
0: I went with Jack Reed on this one. He All was right. at JL Reed 2011. He says, when the times get tough, I re-examine my why and then look for ways to turn the course. Uh, if it isn't work working lately, I've been trying to find good people to bring my vision to view for all. Sometimes we can't do it alone to be successful. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's true also. I I mean, even in my home life, right? So I've got the admin life and this Oakland Ed life and my church life and just all these different um, avenues. And at home is a place where I feel like, I must do the dishes and I must do the laundry. I don't know why. It's my wifely duty and mm-hmm. I'm probably so to 1950 on that. But um, I had to give up that mentality. A, my husband wanted to help. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't I let him? Right. Um, you know, and so uh, it doesn't have to be me all the time. It doesn't have to be you all the time, Okla Ed. Like right. grab a team and we could probably do a little delegating in life.
1: Divide and conquer.
0: Exactly. Especially if somebody wants to help, let right. them.
1: Yes. And if it's a strength, just give it to them. Exactly. I went with Christy Cooper here. She's exactly. a Christy Coop 80. She said, I take me time, even though people don't think I do. I also am heavily involved at the school. I go to sporting events, fine arts, etc., And that makes the job so much more fun. And I'll, uh, now it's fun going, doing, doing those. Like, that could be me time. Like, I enjoy watching sports. Yeah. So, I enjoy watching my kids play sports. Yeah. That's, that's me time. Like, I don't have a problem with that. You know what I I'm saying? I would like
0: to know when Christy has time for me time.
1: She said she takes it, even though I people not think I she I know. <laughs> I get it. I get it.
0: I get it. Question eight.
1: Okay, so the weekly challenge, find a ghost on your campus this week and forge a relationship. Be intentional about finding someone, young or old, that believe they are invisible and find a way to change that. Oh, 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 oh.
0: That was, a, I mean, not a question, obviously, but uh, a really good piece of advice.
1: Yeah, because that requires some intentionality. a challenge. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Uh, so not really a question, but I did find a tweet. Um I went with uh, Renee Bell at BioBell Rock. She said, I've been working hard targeting the less gregarious of my department coworkers, uh, hoping that I make a difference and make them want to stay at DCHS.
1: That would be Dell City High School?
0: Um, yes. Um, I also wondered what was going on and why we were called out in Steve Gilliland's answer for question eight. Like, are we the ghosts he was talking about?
1: I don't feel we're very ghosty because I
0: we're kind of out there.
1: We are out there, but he uh,
0: did call us out and he's like two cool cats in my book.
1: I mean, a compliment Thank you. from Steve Gilland. I will take it.
0: I'll take it any day of the week.
1: I went with joy Hoffmeister. She's verified. She's a verified Twitter user. Uh, she said invisible. How can we change that in our schools, workplace or community? I think it starts by honoring people enough to learn, remember and speak their names. So I really, uh, I really like Joy's thoughtful input.
0: Exactly. Well, and uh, so now that we're at the boom sauce you can read uh, PCs again, but I didn't put it in here because um, you just read it. It was Joy's. I really liked. I really liked hers. Her,
1: her last one, her answer. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, so PC rocks. Doctor Phil Campbell. My boom sauce was the the one in answer to answer six. A huge. A, A6, which was, just one moment while I scroll back to the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, know, you know, one of my favorite quotes comes from Michael Jordan regarding failure. Uh, how do you model that it's okay to fail with your, in your school and classroom? And, and so just, just to state again what uh, at Dr. Phil Campbell said, he said a huge step for me as an educator was realizing that it's okay to be vulnerable with my kids. I failed so many times as an ed- educator, as a person, as a father, you name it. But today with every ounce that I am, I'm gonna win. And I share that mentality with my kids.
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. Man,
1: he's good. Yep.
0: Uh he should probably write a book. Wait a minute. Oh <laughs> he has.
1: He should probably do professional development. Oh,
0: wait a minute. He does. He does. Uh you guys. Maybe should he should play definitely. a guitar. Oh, does he? Okay. Uh, if you don't know who Dr. Phil Campbell is, definitely go find him on the Twitter sphere. Uh, Steve Gilliland brought him into Oklahoma Ed twice now. And uh, for that, we are grateful. We mm-hmm. are thankful. Uh, and speaking of thanks, <laughs> a month later, we're going to record our episode on giving thanks next.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you Steve thank you Phil Dr. Phil Campbell for uh, hosting this Twitter chat it was great
1: yeah it was a good one and um, I have to say when I f- first saw the the sort of the topic I was arching an eyebrow but um, I love the way they led us through that discussion it was really good exactly yeah and so the next podcast the chat has occurred but the next podcast will be moderated by at Ed. correct so I'm, I'm not sure who's manning the account. I think there's four people that man that one. I, think.
0: I I know that Mr. Heim does out uh-huh. in Clinton, but I don't okay. know who else does.
1: Okay. Maybe it's just him then.
0: I mean, you could definitely be right. I don't, I mean, that's the only one I, I know mm-hmm. of,
1: but uh, the tweets will be coming from at Ed, and it's all about giving thanks. And it lined up with our Thanksgiving week.
0: Yes, it did. And if you haven't, Uh, Taking the time to join into the twitter chat that happens at 8 p.m uh central standard time during a few months of the year uh and (laughs) did you just throw up in your mouth
1: and Uh, and i rolled all at the same time it was really weird
0: (laughs) seriously you should join us uh be a part of the conversation and you may find one of your tweets mentioned here in the podcast
1: yes we would love to be able to read it uh all right all right All right, educators, you know what to do. Go out and dominate the world. We're only saying you're doing fine, Oklahoma,
0: Oklahoma, okay.